The System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number 54, where we're going to be talking all about team management practices with Trello. I'm super pumped to share this interview with you guys because this business owner and I are total system sisters. We absolutely geek out all the time through Voxer um, about different ways that we are working more efficiently. But first, I want to talk to you about an upcoming project that I'm working on, and it's literally going live in five days, which is crazy, but it's called the System Save Me Summit, and I'm bringing all of the systems experts that I know and that are the who's who of the industry to create a really, really awesome free event in August. So things kick off August 1st. If you want to get on the waitlist, go to systemsavemesummit.com slash waitlist. Now, this is your first time here. Welcome. If you're a regular, fantastic. Either way, we'd love it if you left us a review on iTunes as we love hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episodes, be sure to subscribe or go to systemsaveme.com for show notes and freebies. Now let's get ready to dive deep into managing your team using Trello. Hey, y'all. I'm so freaking excited to share this guest with you today. She is so stellar. She's hilarious. We got to share a plane ride to an event once and it was lovely. Um, And so she is another system sister. So I am excited for her to share her knowledge with y'all. So Natalie, how are you doing today? I am awesome. Thanks so much for having me, Jordan. I've been looking forward to this for so long. So thank you. Thank you. I know, I know. It's perfect. So go ahead and start off by just shooting a couple details about you and your business. Fantastic. Well, like you already alluded to, I am from Texas. I love to bring that up. Either you love it or you don't like it, but either way, since I'm in good company, why not just bring it up again? Yeah. Um, I am a project manager. I'm a certified project manager. I spent 15 years at a Fortune 150 company, kind of perfecting and honing and growing my skills. And when I took the opportunity to step outside my comfort zone, I found this entrepreneurial online space and I have really applied all of those skills to this space and it has been a blast. Yeah, I know. And you've got some super stellar clients, like she knows how to run some businesses, y'all. So (laughs) hang tight. So let's dive into some juicy stuff. Um, I know you're a big, big Trello fan and um, Trello is really based on the Kanban method, which some people may or may not be um, familiar with. I know that a couple other people have discussed different Trello boards on the show, but Trello is a project management software for those of you that um, may not be as familiar with it. But when you're kind of describing how your business or your client's businesses are before you implemented the Kanban method in Trello, kind of explain the just kind of overall gist of the Kanban method, if you could. So Kanban itself is from a, it's a Japanese term, meaning to visualize something. And so 
the idea, if I studied Six Sigma and Lean and Agile back in the day, so if those are words that, that you understand and you recognize, then you're probably one of my people. If you're not, then you're probably one of my clients or you need to be one of my clients. But in both of the, in all of this methodology, it really was Toyota that kind of put Kanban on the map. Obviously, Toyota being from uh, Japan, mm-hmm. really, when they were looking at the way that they process things, and you think of a manufacturing place, the Kanban method really helped people and the it, like upper management all the way down to lower management to have one communication style that everybody could understand and literally walk you through the entire process. So you could visualize it. Most people are visual or tactile learners. So... Mm-hmm. The, that's why back in school, you probably were taking notes. And then I know for myself, when I studied, I would create note cards of the notes I had already written. Yeah. <laughs> it just goes to show you how tactile and visual we are. So when Toyota was kind of coming up with this, they really wanted to make it to where all levels of employee, frontline, back of the house, admin, it didn't really matter, could all speak the same language. And then they took it a step further, which was to literally in without, because we're two-dimensional here, if you can literally envision putting post-it notes, and you probably have even done this, but post-it notes where you're like walking and you're moving that post-it note from one column to the next column to the next column, or maybe it's a month, or maybe it's a process, whatever it may be, but it's literally Kanban is the process of visualizing a flow of work. So putting something from start to finish by moving it across. And like you mentioned, Trello is the perfect space to do that. It's probably the, if you like the Kanban method and that is something in your visual, Trello is a wonderful project, probably the best project management system for this type of thinker. I will also caveat that I have used Asana and Basecamp almost my entire, or a a Gantt chart. I mean, I'm older. (laughs) So when we were starting project management back in the day, we were using like Microsoft, you know, project and (laughs) old fashioned Gantt charts that were Excel spreadsheets. So, um, but of all of the tools out there, I've used them all. I really like all of them. I'm, I'm, I'm a tool kind of person. So I can't really say I dislike one. I have settled into a space where I'm working with a lot of creative entrepreneurs. And in doing that, I feel like Trello having a visual, a super visual interface really helps me to communicate with my client, much like Toyota kind of started back in the day. So that's my rundown of what Kanban does and why I use Trello with it. Yeah, no, perfect. And so then when you step into your client's realm and obviously you do project management, kind of what does it look like in the before stage, before you've touched it? Um, And like, what is the business owner feeling about it? Um, And all of that sort of stuff. Um, And then we'll get into the other questions after that. So I typically enter someone's business at the point of overwhelm, scaling, Mm -hmm. or they're frozen with ideas. So they are high into ideation and slow into implementation. And so those people are frustrated. A lot of times they're frustrated with, you know, financial outcomes. They are frustrated with just the inactivity. I always say that we help people with processes, projects, and manage their people so they can get back to managing their visions. 
because that's the reason that people come into doing these things on their own and, and enjoying and putting out what they love into the entrepreneurial market. However, <laughs> as we all know, whether you're a solo entrepreneur or you're a, a you know, small business, even a large business, yeah. you really reach those points where you have more ideas than you can actually get out. So that over with the feeling of overwhelm, frustration, and the inability to move forward is typically how I find my clients. I mean, those are common personality traits or, or excuse me, character traits that are happened that they're experiencing when I come into the system. Uh, nine times out of 10, and you can probably hurrah this right along with me, <laughs> but nine times out of 10, the people that I'm working with do not have a system in place or they have a system they're not utilizing or a system that they don't like themselves. They have let other people dictate what system that the maybe their contractor or their employee wanted to use. And again, we come back to that communication where yeah. both owner, business owner, CEO, and contractor or employee are not on the same wavelength. And so that's typically where I find these, that's the, the place where I find these people. And yeah. some people love Trello and some people don't. And I am, I, at this point, I'm still very open with meeting my client where they are because that communication is so important. And again, if they're not a visual learner and they like more of a linear, if they're a linear thinker, I'm going to go to a sauna all day long because that's right. going to be their most effective method of communicating with them. And ultimately they're hiring me to get what's in their head into the world. So <laughs> that's, yep. that's my thought. Yep. No, totally. I totally agree with you. And I think it's, you know, everybody does have a system of working. It just might be a bad system. <laughs> so, or it may just not be working for them or they may not yeah. like it. And like you yeah. said, so um, I totally, totally agree with you on that. So then kind of what finally drives them to be like, okay, I need a legit process. Like, do they usually have a really bad launch or have they had really bad hiring practices or kind of what is it that finally drives people to them be like, okay, I need a process and I need Natalie to put it together. Yes. So there's a breakdown of some sort, right? There's a, a VA that's gone wrong. There's an experience that a customer or a client experience that has gone really wrong in a situation where they really didn't want it to go wrong mm -hmm. or actually current state. I am working with a book editor who is about eight months late on her own self-imposed deadline. So at about the four month mark, she pulled me in and really a lot of times project managers, yes, I feel like I'm an expert in writing amazing plans, but I feel even more called to help people with accountability. So I'll write the plan, but in some of the ways that I can work with people, I really add that accountability into it. So we don't get into the situation when you're eight months late on a deadline, you feel like total crap. You feel worthless. You feel like you want to just abandon this. You want to go back to your nine to five. You feel deflated. And so by having this accountability partner and a solid project in place, we, we really help to just make sure that you're actually um, implementing and right. putting things out there versus just sitting on them because there's a lot of things that paralyze us so many things. And so when that's the point of breakdown, when I enter the scene and I really have to listen to them. So yes, I'm a project manager. Yes. I have studied six Sigma. Yes. I understand a lot of business strategy. So I have to really listen to the client and understand, are they needing processes? Are they needing systems? Right. Are they needing business growth? 
what is it that really is their breaking point? We usually address that first. And once we get that underway and they start to feel confident in what we're doing, we'll then tap into deeper parts of our relationship. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. So kind of walk us through kind of how you start to set up your Trello boards or um, stuff like that, that other people can then use to create their right process inside of Trello. Awesome. So I have a freebie. I don't know if I even told you this ahead of time, but I have a freebie that you can grab at nataliegingrich.com forward slash productive week. And so it's called productive week because it really is the way that I manage my work, whether it's personal, whether it's business. And it's also the exact same board that all of my clients are using as well. Again, it piggybacks on that Kanban theory. And in this case, I have a Natalie, excuse me, I have a to-do, a doing, and a done. If I have other people on my team, or if you have other people on, our, on your team, that doing column is split between Natalie, maybe Jordan has a column, maybe Sally has a column, maybe Bob has a column, but yeah. we all have accountability in that one space. One of the biggest downfalls of Trello or Asana is there's just so many spaces and places to look that people feel bogged down by the tool. That's the last thing I want. So I've really tried over this time period, this last year of really ingraining myself into Trello, trying to figure out how we can bring all of that into one space. So the to-do, doing, done methodology is what I prefer. I do work with some other people who really like a to-do column with dates. So I'm a project manager. Without a date and an owner, forget about it. I can't handle it. (laughs) I literally have so many automations on my Trello boards that if they're missing one, if they're missing an owner after seven days of being on that board, it sends me a notification because that just can't work. (laughs) (laughs) We have to have dates and owners associated with everything. So, um, but I also have people who prefer a Monday, Tuesday, you know, Monday through Friday or Monday through Saturday schedule because they want to know what am I going to do when I wake up? So really, again, it's really that communication of me understanding what it is that my client needs. If there's somebody who's like, okay, I've got two hours. What can I do? That to do doing done methodology and framework work perfectly. If it's somebody else who's like, okay, I look at this list, I feel overwhelmed, and now I'm staring at the screen. I'm just going to go fold some clothes. <laughs> yep. I've done that before. And yep. if it's someone like that, then I'd like to help them and partner them with taking those to-do column, that to-do column, and parsing it out amongst the week. And so we have weekly meetings to kind of figure out what you're going to do throughout the week. So again, communication comes down to it, but that to-do column is literally your, your, your master task list or your brain dump. Mm, okay. So um, take a peek at that freebie, Natalie Gingrich, G-I-N-G-R-I-C-H. That's a tricky one. NatalieGingrich.com forward slash productive week. And I literally walk you through exactly how to do all of that. So I encourage you to go take a peek at it and use it yourself. See if you like yep. it. If you're, if you're new to Trello, it may be the best way to come into this tool too. Totally. And we'll have that in the show notes for everyone. Um, Cause if the spelling is tricky and if you're driving or whatever else, then, <laughs> then we'll help you out. So then with Trello, um, there's also, I know they newly have automation. I think I saw, um, and maybe that's what you were alluding to, but kind of what are some tools and tricks and tips that like have helped you kind of stay on top of Trello? Cause I feel like a lot of people are like, yeah, I've, throwing a bunch of stuff in Asana and then it just sits there or like, I don't know what to do with it. 
Um, so do you have any tricks or hacks or stuff like that around um, how to stay in Trello and make it something that's literally part of your business and your daily practice? So from the automation perspective, Jordan, I think that Trello itself, the company, puts out amazing content. I am always shocked at how thorough and how giving their content is. I mean, they, I know that they want you to use the tool, but they're doing an excellent job at communicating that. So their, their newsletters get very heavy in my inbox, but they are one of the ones that I always look at because they always deliver. I mean, that's good for all of us to hear, but they deliver content that is actionable every single time they're talking about a process or showing you example boards or giving you a new Chrome extension. I just feel like it's always actionable. I can always learn. It's never a waste of time. It's not one of those that I automatically delete. So I learned a lot from their blog, which is, I cannot say the same from, for a lot of people. And I am a process person. I'm very scheduled type a organized. And at the end, at the 29th of every month, I, this sounds so anal. (laughs) I'll make it sound a little bit better. At the end of every month, I go in and just do a search on any Chrome extensions that are interacting with Trello. And a lot of them I do not need. And some of them I really do. But some of the ones that I really leverage are Butler for Trello, which Mm -hmm. is really the best automation tool that that integrates with Trello today. And it's Butler, B-U-T-L-E-R for Trello.com. And the other one is Ultimello, like ultimate, but Ultimello, they've combined those two words. And so that allows you to sort and do some of the, some of the limiting things that Trello has right now. Like right now, if you just create a long list in Trello without any of those um, widgets in there, Mm -hmm. all you're going to get is just a long list. Whereas with Ultimello, I can sort by date that I put it in there. I can sort, you know, all sorts of different ways. So yeah. It works for someone who really is detailed. <laughs> if it's somebody else, they don't really care, then I don't worry about burdening them with right. all of that. But that's really how I stay on top of, of Trello itself. And then I use it every single day for every single client, for, well, for about 80% of the clients that I work with. Right. So I think just the frequency um, oh, totally. puts me at expert status pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And I think for most people, like, for habits anyway. And I tell the story, I used to hate blueberries and in college, whatever, my mom kept telling me blueberries are good for you. Keep eating blueberries, blah, 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 any accidents. And so I force fed them to myself and it sounds more dramatic. I just like basically ate them mm-hmm. like every single morning. I just went down to the, to the cafeteria. They were there. I made a scoop. I put them in a bowl and I ate them. And then all of a sudden after, I don't know, three or four weeks, I became like obsessed with blueberries and I loved them. And so sometimes it just takes dedicating and like staying, I don't know, just like on task with, Mm -hmm. I'm going to open Trello every single day. Mm -hmm. And even if it's just as simply as opening it and maybe just like familiarizing yourself with it every day, like that's all it can take sometimes. Um, I totally agree. And that's the same with anything, right? Like if I have people who are just super resistant we, you know, we can, we can use any type of method, but right. I like to start people who are resistant with like personal tasks in Trello and just showing them, yeah. you know, it's very similar. Trello partners very well with somebody who loves a paper planner. So yeah. maybe 
in a combination of those. And I love a paper planner as well. So I, I, I get it all. I know. <laughs> yeah. All the management, all the tools. Yeah. Yes. Um, all the post-it notes, all the yes. colored pens, all the calendars. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I know. I literally have post-it notes in my purse at all times. You just never know when you need a post-it note. You just never know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm posting it when I'm out and about, but that's another thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I totally get that. Um, is there anything um, that you would suggest for people who um, maybe are super advanced with project management, um, either for themselves or for their team that, um, they would enjoy adding to their mix. Um, so, you know, we kind of touched on beginners and a couple of trips and tips and all that stuff, but, uh, for people who are advanced, who maybe are already using Trello, um, just on a consistent basis, is there anything that you've added to your mix that's helped in the, in the advancement of that? I would go back to Butler for Trello. It has completely changed the way that me and my team are able to keep people accountable. Just like I kind of mentioned earlier, like in the same way that if something goes without a due date for seven days or or goes without an owner or a, a member as they call it on Trello for seven days, as soon as something is one, I just got a notification at 1201 today when something is overdue, it sends me a, reminder. So then now I can reach out to my client and say, yo, what's up? This is, you know, we're late. So, um, I think that for a, for an experienced project manager, even a VA who is, or an OBM who is really responsible for playing that accountability piece to their leader, their, the automations are so, so important. It takes like, it is not an, an entry level feature. It is more of an advanced feature, but if I can figure it out, anyone can figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. We'll have that, that linked up as well. Um, and I'm interested in, in dabbling in that, even though I am a fellow Asana freak. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've been using boards inside of Asana actually for quite a few things. Um, and even for my summit coming up, like it is, we've been tracking like the trainer management. We'd be like, okay, who's done the questionnaire? Who's done the form? Who's given us their video? Who said yes? Who said no? Who said talk to me in a week, like mm-hmm. <laughs> this whole thing. And it's been really great, actually. Um, yeah. My team really likes it. Um, yes. So. I was so glad when they came out with that, because that's really, again, like the Kanban theory and the Kanban framework. You're literally, like as Jordan's describing, she's, you take, imagine like a post-it note and she's yep. saying, okay, this person responded. I'm going to move her over. This person sent me her agreement. I'm going to move her over. So that that's totally tying all this together. But Asana was super smart to add those boards because really it yeah, does... It um, it, it's just a different style and a different way and it will work for some and not for others. Yeah. No, yeah. totally, totally agree. Yeah. So then we'll get into the final questions. The good stuff. Uh, what was your best financial investment in business? Definitely. These are always so tricky because <laughs> like best and worst are such absolutes. Uh, no, they are. <laughs> as detailed and as type A and framework that I like to work in best, like absolutes just make me, I'm like, I to commit to one thing right now, but the uh, best financial investment was very, I'm sure you've heard this before, most certainly growing my team. Mm-hmm. I, I, I dove in early and uncertain, yeah. but I had hired, literally, I worked in HR, I did project management in HR for HR and IT projects for 15 years. I knew what to do, but when it came to being my own, I was scared to death. 
I also, when I joined, when I came into this space and I put my stamp on it that I was going to have my own business, I knew that I was going to go pro from the get-go and I knew I couldn't go pro unless I had people with me. And so I did make the financial investment in bringing in what was a um, VA at the time. I have now quote unquote promoted her or she has joined me in a larger capacity as a project manager over the last um, six months and by far the best financial investment. Just yesterday, we get on the phone, we're able to talk through a few things or Voxer, we're able to talk through a few things and really get things moving a lot faster. And I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the best project manager. If you're making $3 jillion, you still need an accountability partner. And I do too. So yes, I have all these other people that I'm managing, but I also have to manage myself. And I need her. I need her wit. I need her wisdom. I need her confidence. <laughs> I need her ideas. And I need her prodding me to get my butt into gear sometimes too, because that doesn't always happen, even though I do that for other people. So um, yes, Jordan, definitely the best financial investment is, is, is in my project manager. Yeah. Love that. And then what was your worst financial investment in business? I cannot say with certainty that I have really, really loathed or disliked any of my investments too, too much. There are courses I have overcoursed myself. And so I don't love that. I have also uh, gone, I've purchased really expensive courses mm-hmm. when I didn't have time to consume them. That is something I'm very diligent about today. I always ask myself, am I going right. to, do I need this right now? It's like, there are so many great Facebook ads and friends of mine that are putting out Facebook ad courses. And I look at it and I think I'm not running my own ads. Like why am I going to buy this course? Right. So really thinking about it, do I have time to do that right now? Or could my team use it? Or like, the deal, all the DIY stuff. I'm not, I don't DIY. I, I'm not there. So, um, like it or not, it's just, I, I have overcoursed myself. I've purchased so many tools and so many, uh, I won't say tools courses that just weren't really relevant for me, but I felt, I mean, they were great salespeople. <laughs> they won. Yeah. I, know. I know. Sometimes they win. Sometimes yes. they win. And I, I have great intentions at the time, but I will, I will right. definitely say that if me and my husband were sitting down talking about financials, like we did at the end of, uh, or in January <laughs> when we were doing our, our taxes, he's like, what is this for $2,000? What is this for? I'm like, Oh, it's a course. What were you learning? I'm like, I've never taken it. I know. I know. That's, so, I, I've, I've totally outcoursed myself too. And, and um, I think I'm just, I'm a lot more, I, and I think a lot of people generally are a lot more interested in the interaction more than the actual course material. Like we want to be able to ask our questions or mm-hmm. um, get someone's feedback on something. Um, and so I think that's going to end up being a pretty major shift in our industry anyway, um, online marketing of just, you know, saying that they're going to get community support and throwing them in a Facebook group is just not really going to work anymore. Um, I think masterminds are totally on the rise for this exact reason. Right. There is a conglomerate of people who care, who have an invested purpose in your business and are around the same level as you. I think that's the most successful um, framework, but that's, that's exactly what I'm seeing. I'm seeing that the increase in strategy and the increase in masterminds and one-on-ones, I mean, one-on-one do not under underestimate the value of a one-on-one coach. I don't care if it's one session a month, one session a day. I mean, that's, 
that's where Natalie would go today, right? Yeah. Like when I need help, that's exactly what I'm doing. I, yeah. the groups aren't working for me. And, um, right. anyway, that's no. a whole different, I know <laughs> whole other can of worms, but yes. I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. Uh, so where can people find you online? Um, you gave your freebie link, you gave it again. Um, but also website, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, wherever you are chilling. Awesome. <laughs> I am very happy to tell you that I finally got my Pinterest done just yesterday. So nice. super excited That's to share that, but you can find me yes. at Natalie Gingrich PM. Same for Facebook, Natalie Gingrich PM. And you can find me at my website, which is nataliegingrich.com. So that crazy last name over and over in all the different places. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, that's where you can find me and definitely check out the freebie at nataliegingrich.com forward slash productive week. Love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking all about the Trello fun. And, and uh, I hope some people can take, take advantage of, of the combo method because it may not work for all of your projects, but it definitely can work for some of them. So, um, so playing around in Trello and I want to go look at those little automation things and see, you know, Butler and all of that. I love all that stuff. So thank you so much again for being on. Jordan, you're a doll. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for listening to this episode. to System Save Me. If you want to get the links to anything we talked about, go to systemsaveme.com. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you on the next episode.